Hey, I'm Spencer. And I'm Britton. And I'm Robin. On October 31st, 2021, Limp Bizkit released Still Sucks. And we're here to talk about it. This is Getting Limp. <laughs> uh, <laughs> biscuit <laughs> you know, I've always wondered if that was like pre recorded. I didn't know it was like, uh, no, just we, we, we on the it, fly each time. We, we do it live. I thought it was That's a poor Sometimes it, it really works, <laughs> and sometimes <laughs> it really doesn't. Yeah, I, th- I think that one was pretty good. Like, honestly, we no, didn't talk no. about this at all before this. We just, no. like, just <laughs> Did like, you guys, yeah, you didn't come up with Biscuit Cast before? No, no, no. It made a lot of sense. I gave you a look. And I was like, all right, I guess I felt it. This is the unfortunate thing happens when you're friends for 15, for literally half your life. Literally, yeah. Literally half our lives now we've known each other. Yeah. the same shitty group thing. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, it does, but it's really useful in these types of Getting things. limp a biscuit cast is very cool. I, I, uh, it, it was I kind agree, of, I agree. Kind of, it makes sense. It, makes it certainly does. does. Uh, anyway, so um, we are joined today by Robin from Nothing Lasts Forever. Oh, yeah. A, uh, a November raincast. If you haven't listened to it, listen mm-hmm. to it. It's wonderful. Highly uh, recommend it. If you're looking for a great starting episode, I would highly recommend their uh, two-parter episode. No, no, it was just a really long episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, their two-parter episode on the guy who wrote a, uh, a Guns N' Roses book is wonderful, but I would really recommend the one about the guy who leaked uh, Chinese democracy. Yeah. It's yeah. fascinating. Yeah, that was the first one I listened to. Yeah. It was a good time. Yeah, he was in, yeah. He told us his story. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't told us, told anyone that. It was pretty cool. crazy to me because like he, he was the catalyst for like a seminal cultural moment. That Tara yeah. matched with him on Hinge. That's right. Amazing. That's, <laughs> That's right. how he got that guess. So I mean- <laughs> Wow. Let's so cool. So the question we're all wondering. <laughs> yeah. What's his penis like? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't think uh, I was I was gonna yeah. work into that, but you know, if you're just like, gonna <laughs> you know whenever if you want awkward dong questions asked, you just look at me and I'm like, I'm I'm there. I'm yeah. there. Yeah. I'm the dong man. Yeah. You know, I'm just, I'm just that's jumping why I in. give you the look. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Right. Um, no, that's, that's fantastic. Uh, but we're here today for a more important reason, I think, mm-hmm. than Chinese democracy. <laughs> so, so, um, <laughs> so we, we invited Robin here because, uh, Robin and, uh, Tara, uh, her co-host had tickets to see Limp Bizkit. So, oh, which lets me yeah. know that perhaps they are the only other two people kind of in this media sphere who in earnest, maybe kind of like Limp Bizkit? Biscuit pilled. Yeah. Yeah. Like- I- yeah. Yeah. Well, I was, it's, it's a really interesting trajectory, but I was a biscuit. I was a biscuit, uh, fan when I was in middle school, uh, big fan of Fred. Uh, and, oh, yeah. uh, but then this whole new era just really, it, it pulled everyone in. It pulled some unlikely right. folks in. So, we were able to pull Tara in. So, so let's talk about the genesis. When, when yeah. did you first hear Limp Bizkit? Or when do you first remember hearing Limp Bizkit? I mean, I was like... Were you on since $3 Bill Y'all? Or did you start like most people? Oh, I think I remember it? having $3 Bill Y'all on CD. But I, like, nice. I could have gone back. Mm-hmm. Like I definitely nice. uh, really liked the... Uh, now I'm blanking on it. The cover... 
faith, obviously. Oh yeah, so yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. big I mean, one. Everyone liked faith. Everyone came in for that, but yeah. I wasn't. No, I did, I wasn't prior privy to before that. Fair. But I was a big fan after. You know, I came in. I yeah, Fred so was. I, I was hot. A, I was aware of Limp Biscuit. Like I was aware of their existence, mm-hmm. but I didn't really know who they were until I played the video game NHL Hits. 2003. Huh. Is, I'm sorry, is that uh, Hits with a Z? That's with a Z. It was, it was a, it was a PlayStation cool. 2 video game released in 2002 mm-hmm. that, uh, I think it's 2002. It might have been 2002. It might have been 2003. But yeah, to, I think it's 2002. So th- this is post... <clears throat> um, that, Actually, that, no, no, I'm so sorry. I, I think it's 2001. I think okay. I'm thinking of 2002. Yeah, okay, 2003 would be pretty say, late. Because yeah, um, yeah. I want to say uh, Significant Other was released in July or August of 2001. I thought it was ninety nine. Oh no, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, it was a year after Follow Later. Which yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of um, yes. chocolate star. So yeah, it must yeah, have been 2001. I'm getting right, my I'm getting my dates right, all weird. because yeah, it, it was right <laughs> yeah. before um, the Twin Towers happened because ah. the Twin Towers were in the Roland video. Yeah. Which yes, was the first single which released uh-huh. right before the album. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, okay. yes. So that my first exposure exposure to them was through that game, and because Roland was in that game, and I was like. This is fantastic. I mean, I, I was 13, so like, I mean, of, of course, it's like the prime time to be exposed to something like yeah. that, you know what I mean? It's really interesting, though, that you like, I mean, you grew up in, I'd say, like the last real wave of MTV playing music, like the TRL True. days, and True, you yeah. somehow missed, like, Nookie? Uh, I wouldn't say that I missed it. I mm-hmm. Like, it was something I was probably aware of, but uh-huh. like, it wasn't a song that I was super into at that time. Interesting. No. When did... Yeah. Where's break stuff on that trajectory? Is it pre-Rollin' or yeah, post-Nookie? Yeah, yeah. So, that was yeah so that's also a big one. That was their yeah. second single off of Significant Other. I want to say yeah. it went uh, Nookie, Break Stuff, Rearranged, and then In, in Together Now. Uh, uh, love In Together Now. Oh, yeah. That is a good song. It is, yeah. it is. I mean, like, honestly, like, um, Significant Other is a banger album. It, it, it's yeah. good. It's not not track for track amazing. Yeah, I would say there's, not track for track amazing. There's, there's like three th- absolute stinker songs in there, but yeah. like <laughs> if you took those out, it would be a perfect like 32-minute album. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I, I like a little bit of, yeah, yeah, a little bit of discretion there. Yeah, yeah loving like, together. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yes, we've uh, covered a little <laughs> bit of our back history. Indeed. So um, why are we here today? Wait, did Limp Bizkit go... For this era, this back history, were they on a warp tour ever? No, that's a great question. So I don't know. I don't. Think yeah. If they, they were, were, I would would have been going to it. I feel they, like they were on both Family Values tours. Oh yeah, the Family Values uh, ninety nine yeah. and I didn't go there. Um, I saw Eminem and like the ninety nine Warp okay. Tour. I was very into that. Like that was very tour. early. Yes, very early okay. Eminem. That's Maybe. amazing. Very cool. They could have been then. Um, yeah. Could they have? Yeah. They, they could have been. I I, I feel like... I really probably not. Because no. New Metal, I don't think, ever really got too into war- into the Warp Tour, did it? I feel like uh, during that era... I don't know. During that era, like, it was like, more a lo- pop punk, and then later it became like emo-ish stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was very pop was punk like in that era, but there, I, think, I feel like there was a little bit of bleed over from New Metal. Um, yeah. that, that was also like my exposure to New Metal, because mm-hmm. I was listening to a lot of the Warp Tour compilation stuff at that okay. time. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, 2000, 2004. Three two thousand four, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, so that was kind of like how I was getting into that stuff. But it, it was definitely through the lens of pop punk. You know, pop punk just really <laughs> it was the the soundtrack of that time. You yeah, know? I mean, if yeah. if you want pop music, if those are your sensibilities, but you're angsty and you want punk, pop punk's got everything you need. 
Oh yeah. Everything. Oh yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, of having everything <laughs> that you need, mm-hmm. uh, let, let us talk about the new Limp Biscuit album. Uh, Limp Biscuit still sucks. Released October 31st, 2021 year of our lord halloween Halloween. Devil's night. taping of this yeah. uh what four days ago four days ago four days ago yeah uh yeah so uh i listened to this on halloween pretty soon after it dropped uh-huh um, same too yeah yeah just, 9 p.m i was downloading yeah, yeah just saved a phone walking around um, yeah yeah um should we go track by track or just start with initial impressions and then break it down uh I well, I think we should go track by track and then at the end talk about okay. how we yeah. overall feel about it. All right. How's that? Yeah. Sound? All right. So uh, it starts out on first track, out of style, uh-huh. um, and it starts with a quote. I think Fred Durst saying, uh, "We cannot change the past, but we can start today to make a better tomorrow." Yeah. Yeah. That's. Is I mean, that I his own quote? Do we know? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's not like could be anyone. Or anything. Yeah. It could uh-huh. be anyone. It's, it's a platitude. It's who cares. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, it's pretty cool. This song felt. Uh, there's a thing. There's a there's a few themes with this record where like yeah. I feel like certain songs are very, uh, not a lot of people other than Fred Durst, mm-hmm. and certain songs like are definitely you can tell there were other people involved in this. Like certain, some of the songs feel like West Borland songs, yeah, and some of the songs feel like Fred Durst songs. And uh, this is one of the songs that definitely felt like it had that West Borland influence. Definitely. Like, so, there's, there's a cool heavy riff in it. Yeah. And I would like, say that. It's, it's yeah. what I would call the classic Limp Bizkit formula. And I would yeah. say this song is very much a classic Limp Bizkit song. Um, it's got some rap in it and then yep. some like kind of aggressive self-referential raps and then a really hard kind of uh, chorus, but then the bridge is super mellowed out and super effects heavy. Uh-huh. It's so very much the formula that pretty much all of their singles have ever been. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I The one thing about even when the dad vibes came out and then this song too, you're just like, they're so consistent, right? It's just like exactly yeah. how you would imagine a Limp Bizkit song yeah. to sound, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Just like fit right in, mm-hmm. takes it back. Yeah. I, lo- I loved it. It is it is yeah. a classic Limp Bizkit song. And yeah. there are quite a few classic Limp Bizkit songs on this yes, album. There, there are. are a few songs that are entirely out of form, though. Yes. We'll, we'll I agree. We'll get to those. Yeah, yeah. we'll definitely um, get to those. Speaking of, like, classic Limp Bizkit mm-hmm. songs, I definitely feel like the next song is, is in the same line. Uh-huh. And I think yep. this yeah. is honestly one of the strongest choruses on the record. I think this is one of the catchier songs on, on the record. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little cheeseball, but all of it is. Is, you know, all and of I, it is, I, yeah. and like I, I like that, you know, right? And, I like, I like that too. So, yeah. so I will say though, um, I think, I think we kind of can really split Limp Biscuit into two eras, in my mm-hmm. opinion. We get the first two albums are very much like kind of every song is mostly about something, mm-hmm. and then after that, starting on Chocolate Starfish, most of their lyrics and songs become very self-referential. And yeah. Fred Durst starts talking about himself a lot, about Limp Bizkit a lot, and just kind of about, you know, his Everyone. views and how the world sees him, his band, those kind of things. And this is, lyrically, this album is very much that. It's it very is, self-referential. Yeah. yeah, the whole thing is yeah, kind of entirely about that. Yeah, there's, mm-hmm. I mean, like, even the title, Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. There's, there's, I'd say, two or three songs that are about things that aren't Limp Bizkit. Yes. Which is mm-hmm. interesting. 
Um, and it's fine. It's just, I really do like the rawness of the first two albums where it's like, you know, Fred Durst talking about being like a man slut and like <laughs> actually having relationships that are good and bad and stuff. Whereas, yeah, it is, it is interesting. There's yeah. none of that really in this album. Most of it is just Fred Durst talking about Fred Durst and everyone yes. hating him. Yeah. That he doesn't yeah. care. Yeah. Which is cool. Whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's a vibe. But it's a, uh, Bad not everyone hates him, you know. <laughs> You're fired from the podcast, but uh, no, I mean, I agree, and it is very like, yeah, very self referential is a good way of putting it. Um, I lost my train of thought, man. I'm sorry, it's all good. Uh, we were talking about Dirty Rotten Biscuit, yeah, it's all self referential, yeah. and obviously, this the name of the, the title of the song, Dirty Rotten Biscuit, totally is yeah. a reference to the fucking band. Mm -hmm. Um, so it, it, but it does have like very first two album instrumentation. It really does. Like the, there's yeah. heavy riffs on it and it's like, it's kind of, it's kind of hidden in right. it. I was like, nice. Which, I take, yeah. Heavy lethal, but that's a big, like part of it is the turntablism that yeah. DJ yeah. lethal brings I'd, to I'd say there's a with the heavy riffs. DJ lethal in this album. Yeah. A lot. And yeah. that's kind of like what brings you back to You're like, the formula is so that's what it was mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. It's great. And, and so speaking of a lot of DJ Lethal, song three, Dad Vibes. Dad Vibes. The, oh, the yeah. single that everyone has probably heard. Yeah. I, I, I think it was a very good single. Yeah, and, definitely. Uh, I still think it's one of the strongest songs on the album. Absolutely. I'd say lyrically, it's one of the most fun songs on the album. Yeah. It's one of the few songs in the album I don't think has bad lyrics to be honest <laughs> most of the lyrics on this yeah. album aren't that I mean, great these are yeah. fun they're, they're close they're, they, to these bad are good yeah. Out, yeah these yeah. are good lyrics but they're just fun enough and silly enough you know the, yeah like clean it up call me a mop i'm like <laughs> okay that's fine I'm, I'm fine with that it's just <laughs> stupid enough just fun enough to where i'm like i'll give it a pass but you know, some of the stuff on here is like, eh, Fred, that is a stretch. Uh, I was really happy when I heard this as the single. Like, it was, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, this is good. Yeah. And it's like, it's jamming. You can dance to it. I put it on a playlist give it, and I am down when it comes on. Yeah, yeah totally. 100%. Give it, even though, to me, honestly, it sounds like most of the stuff that they had on Golden Cobra, their 2012 album. Mm -hmm. I don't know it's if you listen to that one at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's it's the album nobody listened to, but I I want to say it's the only one that they released on um uh what's the record label that um uh Little Wayne owns? Oh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, they were on Not Cash Money. Were they on Cash Money? Yeah, yeah, they were on no. Cash Money for like five, Interesting. Six years. And I think that's the only album they released on Cash Money, and it's just like wow. I mean, it's fine. It's just like very kind of hip-hop heavy. Uh, it's a lot like dad vibe. It's a lot like the first three songs on this album, I'd say like mm, classic yeah. instrumentation mixed with straight up just hip hop songs. Hey, this is a, a segment from one of our Patreon only bonus episodes. If you want to hear the rest of the episode and hear the rest of our bonus content altogether, uh, consider maybe, uh, giving us a follow on Patreon. Um, hell Yeah. Yeah, we've got to, for as little as $2 a month, you can subscribe to us, um, and it helps us make the podcast, helps us do extra shit, helps Indeed. us uh, live the dream of not working for the man, and <laughs> yeah, working for, for sure. ourselves, uh, just doing bucket 
head content. That's a joke. No one's ever. No, no, yeah. No no. one's ever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, but seriously, uh, check us out at yeah. uh, patreon.com slash head. Hell yeah. And I hope you enjoy this clip from the episode. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. Bye.